0: Hello Colorful Monsters, I'm Damon and I'm coming to you solo for once to reveal my top 10 songs of 2018. We're doing things a little different this time than what we did last year. Instead of one of the other members of Colorful Monsters joining me and releasing my list, it'll just be me going down the list and explaining why I like the songs I picked the other two colorful members will have their own episodes dedicated to their own top 10 song lists, which will lead up to one big albums episode with all of us together featuring our top 25 favorite albums of 2018. Before I go ahead with my first song choice, you may have noticed that we've been a little quiet over the course of 2018. We did release four episodes of a new podcast called Songwords, where we ripped apart albums and songs, leaving only the lyrics to analyze, there was supposed to be a fifth episode featuring Let's See Grandma's I'm All Ears, but we had technical difficulties. The audio was so bad that we really didn't want to force you to listen to it. But we will continue the podcast next year in January without interruption and possibly have a new podcast join or old podcast return. Now, without the need for more nonsense, here's number 10. Of course, I had to add Saint Vincent to my top 10 yet again this year for her remix of last year's Slow Disco, appropriately titled Fast Slow Disco. Because it's faster. Get it? Yeah. It's essentially a clubbier version of the original. She had an amazing 2017. She released her fifth studio album, Mass Seduction, which spawned singles such as New York, Los Angeles, and Pills. If you were one of our listeners of last year's podcast, we were pretty transparent about how much we loved Mass Seduction, placing the album at number one in our top 25 albums of 2017. We also each chose a song from the album for our individual top 10s, not one being similar though. However, it was pretty remarkable that this album was able to reach across party lines and target all of our music tastes. Anyway, Slow Disco went through a couple of alterations this year. She had this one, the fast one, and a piano-only version, which was a part of her piano-only reworking of Mass Seduction called Mass Education. While I didn't thoroughly enjoy mass education, I did love this standalone piece. It was perhaps the song that always began my Friday nights and always put me in a good mood in the car while my boyfriend drove me places. Next, number 9. And Если мне платили каждый раз, каждый раз, когда я думаю о тебе, я бы живала возле раз я бы стала самой бедной из людей. Если мне платили каждый раз, каждый раз, когда я думаю о тебе, я бы живала возле трас, я бы стала самой бедной из людей. Главная задача до тебя добраться и согреться. Пусть мне до тебя this невозможно под белой хрупкой, снежной a Не бьется сердце мира, а едва едва прикрыта Что под снегом хочешь это знать? Правда, хочешь это знать? Хочешь это знать? Правда хочешь это знать? Хочешь это знать? Ты правда хочешь as you just heard, I actually played three songs from three different Russian artists. They were Поднуром by Rasa, Kajeras by Monechka and "Snig" by Agil, respectively. And I seriously could have played more songs. I've decided to group all of these songs together under one slot because it was difficult for me to choose between the songs and I wanted to really show how great of a year it was for Russian music, at least from my perspective. I recommend, even if you don't understand the language, to hear these songs out and possibly find the translations. Let's move on to number eight. one's on the sweet side, MGMT's Me and Michael is an endearing song about love and friendship. It's a total bromance that you just can't help but to go out into the world and find yourself a person named Michael, just so you can better relate to this song. It's quite a popular name in this country so you probably already know a Michael, for which I say, good for you. For me personally, I have a brother named Michael, and whenever I hear this song, I always think of him, and it sort of forces me to make more of an effort to communicate with him through Skype or whatever other platforms. It reminds me of when we were still living together and how close we used to be. We still are, but with both of us living across the country from one another, you you know how it is, you can't possibly maintain the relationship you used to have. Let's do it at number seven. I guess it's something like a fun fair, put gas into the motor, and boy, I'll meet you right there. We'll ride the roller coaster, cause it's true, Babe, I've been saving this for you, baby. I need you to tell me right before it goes down. Promise me you'll hold my hand if I get scared now. I tell you to take a second, baby. The moment I heard that Troy Sivan made a so-called anthem for bottoms everywhere, I already had a place for this song on the list. Bloom is sweet and positively queer. While many people out there would prefer songs to be without pronouns, I love it. I love when queer artists actually dedicate their sights on a specific person, no matter who they may be. In this case, it's a boy. This delicate and extremely close relationship spills out with joy and unyielding love and I wish I had something like this growing up to dismiss my consistent rejection of who I truly am. Number 6. My god, I'm so lonely. So Mitski's music for a little while but this album is very different than her previous extremely indie work. Specifically Nobody which pushes disco against some light rock arrangements for an almost Daft Punk semblance. Honestly I think Mitski has Casey Musgraves beat for a best immersion of disco this year. The lyrics talk about being lonely and estranged from the world but despite the introvert mentality you just can't help but to dance and be alright. Number five never really gave the 1975 a chance, even when they released their first two albums. Sure, I really liked their summery chocolate single, but it wasn't until this album, A Brief Inquiry Into Online Relationships, when I started to really notice them. The song I chose was Love It If We Made It. It's a heartbreaking and a hopeful song at the same time. With all of the things, the disasters, the grievances that are happening in the world, people still want to make it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's sad or if that's truthful, but it definitely points out who we are as people nowadays and how we are willing to look past other people's complications in order to make it big. Number four. I had difficulties choosing a song from Sophie's debut album. I was torn between this song, Is It Cold in the Water?, Immaterial, and It's Okay to Cry. While I love the messaging of both the latter songs, it was Is It Cold in the Water that made me really feel the dysphoria. The creation of a building tornado of synth with simplistic but agonizing lyrics mixed within really captures the anxiety and destitution of queer people everywhere. Plus, the way Sophie spirals Cecil Believes vocals? Well, it's quite hard to forget it, making this one of the most memorable songs of the year. Number three. Jesus, boy- you know? oh, yeah. Yeah. This is America. Don't got your slipping on. No. Hey. Catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, now. Don't catch you slipping now. There was no way I would complete this list without the song that correctly addressed politics in this country, especially at a time as disorienting as this one. We here at Colorful Monsters try not to talk about politics or choose sides publicly, but we are for freedom, and we are for equal rights, especially queer rights, women's rights, and the rights of people with color. And it wouldn't give our listeners any service if we didn't confirm how much we dislike this administration. This is America pointed out the madness with restraint and through strategic art It was perhaps the only song this year that also had a music video that was as powerful as the song's messaging. I already wrote quite a bit about this song on colorfulmonsters.com, but for a song to convey a lot of problems within a few minutes in a thoughtful and planned out way is what really allowed the messaging of the song to formulate a conversation amongst the majority of the country at the same time. Number 2 Double Negative by Lowe was a life-changing album. It gave me chills while I was listening to it in the car on my way to work. With all the frustration we have, that even some of the songs on this list point out, Always Up is the sitting down, is the falling to sleep, is the realization of how crazy our lives are and, and that we need to just stop, like really take a look and bring home a bit of reality. The short number of lyrics and the glacial, booming, long stretches of synth expresses that we're always up, but boy are we fucking tired. And finally, number one. Well this was just the biggest highlight of the year for me. As you can see, I was mostly attracted to songs that were discussing the current state of human behavior in the world. All these mostly angry songs about how things are being run and how you feel nothing but exhaustion from the mere thought of modernity. Falling Into Me by Let's Grandma is glorious. It's a fucking love song. It's a well-written fucking love song. It's about being with a person who loves you, who wants to do everything with you, who doesn't limit you from being who you truly are. While the entire album is angsty, this is the bright one out, the trans-like production, the imaginative, pumped-up lyrics, and saxophone lay's conclusion just makes this song a beautiful statement of love and the need to be open. And with that, I will play that conclusion to wrap this episode up. Thank you for listening, and see you guys next time.